podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to a Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and tonight I'm joined by Kev McCluskey. We're looking at Lazio nil, Celtic nil. Something of a stalemate, uh, Kev. But when we look at that first half, what's your overall view of Celtic's performance? Um, my overall view is uh, I'm pretty happy with it, actually, to be fair. Um, there's a few things that we need to improve, for sure, about the, the performance. But defensively, I think we've done all right. And that's that's the big concern when you go to any away game in Europe, especially with our history that we tend to lose an early goal and then we lose goals in clusters. I think we've defended fairly well today. We need to get better at picking up the second ball, for sure, because we've lost quite a few of them. Um, we need to potentially give Callum McGregor a wee bit more support in the midfield, because I've noticed that if we lose it higher up, they're quick in the transition and... Basically, we're going almost 4-1-2-3 when we're trying to attack. So McGregor's kind of getting overrun a little bit in the midfield. And yeah, going forward, as much as I said I'm quite happy with it, I'm just pulling out negatives here. Uh, going forward, we've looked pretty toothless in a sense. And I know Yang has had a very poor and very quiet first half. Kyogo's only had two touches of the ball. But that said, there's been a couple of times that we've tried this long ball from the back, the more direct pass. Mm-hmm. We almost got Kyogo in once. The second time they had to, the boy had managed to head it away, but we did win a second ball then, and we kept a wee bit of pressure on. So I'm not completely like downhearted by the performance. I think defensively it's been pretty solid. If we can start to turn their defence with a, a few more of those direct passes over the top, trying to get in behind, we might have a wee bit of joy. We might have success. But like I say, I've seen so many of our games in Europe where away from home where by this point it's all over because we've yeah. lost silly goals and today we've looked fairly solid defensively so that's something that we can at least be happy with Yeah, I think that's really the feature of the first half, Kev um, I've seen nothing from a creative sense uh, from Celtic when we get the ball it's almost as how quickly can we either pass it back or lose it uh, when we're when we're going forward the only time we've got any kind of space is with the dinks over to Kyogo on three occasions Carter Vickers, McGregor and uh, I think Johnson with the first one. That was the only time we looked as though we were going to create a chance. And by the way, these were half chances. Kyogo didn't get on the end of two of them and another one, his first touch was excellent, but they they mopped it up. So our our, uh, wingers have been completely um, anonymous in the first half. They're not creating anything for Kyogo. By the way, when Yang and Palmer were Fighting cross after cross into the box against Motherwell, they were still not creating anything for Kyogo. However, there's been no chance creation. That that's for me one of the biggest issues. But like you say, we've gone in at zero zero. There's no goal conceded. There's no man sent off the park, and thankfully there's no injury. These are three things that have happened uh, all season and beyond this campaign as well. But yeah, it's not been the type of performance that would uh, get you all that excited. If we've got 54% in possession, as Stephen Sloan says. I reckon most of that has been in our own defensive areas. Um, we seem to have spent a lot of time in that uh, final third 
you know, playing the ball back and forward like a horseshoe style, and we have kept possession that way. The problem I've got with that is the fact that once it comes to your fullbacks, or scales often has been looking for that that killer pass. Not enough of our um, offensive players have been shown for it. I've seen Matt O'Reilly very, very keen to try and find pockets of space. I think Bernardo, actually, if you're going to be looking at individual performances, I think Bernardo's done really well in the first half. He's broken down uh, Lazio attacks and transitions on numerous times. I don't know if he's a creative spark, Kev. I think he can do one side of the game, but he can't do the the offensive side. Uh, but the one player that I've been hugely frustrated with in that first half is Yang. Now, I know he's young. He's build, We're building him up. Um, he's not shown for the ball. There's been so many occasions where... Johnston, who looks in the mood, by the way, shocking booking, but he looks in the mood. Alistair Johnston, he's looking up, he's looking for an out ball. And what you want is someone to take responsibility, Kev. You want somebody in that atmosphere on a night like tonight to get into the space and tell them and demand the ball. I've not seen Yang doing it once in the first half. Now, listen, he's he's obviously a flair player. He's got a bag of tricks, but not just domestically. See, at this level, you need to stand up and be counted. He's not given us the out ball, which is why our defence has had so much possession. Yeah, so I'm not going to get you to repeat what you said before we came on air about his first half performance. But what you said there was, was uh, absolutely spot on. It's been really poor from him, I think. I think um, most games, actually, that he's played, we've kind of talked him up quite a bit because domestically he's looked pretty good. Motherwell away aside... This is this is now his European version of that. He seems to be spooked by the, the occasion, by the atmosphere. I'm not sure maybe that's what it is, but there has been times when, you see, Johnson's got the ball in that right-back position and he's looking for the ball down the line, that old-fashioned ball that every full-back loves to play. Yeah. And Yang's just not shown for it. And at the moment, he's becoming a bit of a passenger and we can't afford to have that as the game goes on. Because as much as I think we've been solid just now, and we need to stay like that for the first 15, 20 minutes of the second half, there becomes a point where we need to come out of our shell and go chasing the goal because we do need to win this game. And if he's not shown for the ball, if he doesn't want it, he's not going to, he's not going to be the one that provides the spark and we'll, we'll need someone. So I think at some point in the second half, we'll see Mikey Johnson come on because he's the only other winger we've got um, and then you're looking at him, to Mikey Johnson. Who'd have thought you'd say this? You're looking at Mikey Johnson, be the man to come on in Rome and kind of save a European campaign. To Rome and Rome, to be young. Yeah. The thing with Johnston is. Why right. not? You know, it's what a venue it would be to make a hero. And yeah, the, the other guy that you mentioned as well, Bernardo, I've been really impressed by him with his first yeah. half. And I think he's shown why Rogers has played him. So there'll be games domestically where we don't need a Bernardo. But maybe in these big games, excuse me, I've got your cold now. Maybe in these big games away from home in Europe when we need somebody that's got the high work rate and that just puts himself in those channels to intercept the passes, maybe this is the kind of game for him. There was one moment, though, I think it must be about, I don't know, midway through the half when he has won a second ball and you're just screaming for him to play it wide to Yang and he just underhits the pass. I know. And that's that's the bit where you're going, right? He's got the defensive side of his game, but where's that killer pass? It's just lacking. And that's but, been the story of our European campaign. I know. 
just lacking in certain areas, other than the Aleko Madrid game where they dismantled us in the second half. But I'm going to I'm going to make the point of Kyogo here, right? So as I said before, you know, you could look at Kyogo's performance if you were to try and rate his first half performance, you're not going to give him an, a seven or eight or a nine because he's barely been in the game. There's been three occasions where, as I say, we tried that dink over the top. It, by the way, it can be very effective in, in unlocking a, a stubborn defence. There was one occasion I thought he might have got on the end of it. But Kyogo, with another forward up top alongside him, Kevin, he's the man that drops deep. He's the man who demands the ball from McGregor, Bernardo and even O'Reilly, even maybe the fullbacks. He is the type of player who will do all the things we've just criticised Yang for not doing. He is constantly looking and showing for the ball. And then he's got the ability um, to link up defence to attack. The issue we've got at the moment is we, we do actually look pretty comfortable in the defence. I wish we weren't going back to them as often as we have done. There's a bit of criticism there that McGregor keeps going back. It's because he has no outball. So when you've got that defence, what you're looking for is a player like Kyogo to drop back. He can't do it when he's the only man up top. He's been instructed, you're the you're the final man. You have to stay up there. Um, if we do change it at some point in the second half, Kevin, it gives him the freedom to, to do that dropping back giving you the outball, because he's brilliant at it. That's what he does so, so well. You just need to look at the game at the weekend. He dropped deep. It was him that started the move that wins us the penalty kick. We hadn't done it all day, um, but that's what Kyogo brings to it. We're not getting that at all from Yang. Forrest is getting a bit of stick in the comments section. I don't think it's all merited. There was one occasion where he got in behind the, the Lazio defence and played a, a cross from the left-hand side. It was, I think it was the only time a winger got behind the defence, Kev. So, Fair play to him, um, and I think he is being quite a good foil to, to Taylor, who, again, Taylor's had a game whereby he's been out-muscled, which is what resulted in his, his booking, Kev, because he's just brought the guy yeah, down the yeah. ground. But we need more players in the area. I mean, Matt O'Reilly, you've seen him. Matt O'Reilly's performance is also suffering because he seems to be the guy that has become Yang on the on the right-hand side, what, what Yang should be doing, getting into space and demanding the ball from AJ. But that, you know what, you shouldn't be the guy that's covering that area. That That's Yang's that's Yang's job and he's not doing it. So I think that one player is affecting quite a lot of the areas in the park. Yeah, yeah, you see that happen uh, quite regularly, actually. There's a player that's just not on it. And in this case, it's Yang. He is forcing O'Reilly to step out from where yeah. he should be in the park. And he's basically having to do two jobs tonight. And that's not sustainable over the course of a full 90 minutes. So I think a change... There has to come. Whether it's uh, a like for like and it's Johnson, Mikey Johnson coming on for him, or whether it's oh, and there's a formational change as well. I'm not sure which one uh, Brendan will go for. I wouldn't be against a wee change in formation though. And I was just going to say, and Robert Wallace is beating me to it in the comments of maybe doing a 3 5 2 at some point in the second half. And it can be almost that kind of. 3-5-1-1 if you want and let Kyogo just do what he wants let him drift and drop and pull wide and have O up front I think that might be beneficial in the second half it would give Lazio something different to think about it would take a weak link out of the team in Yang and I think it would just give us um, a bit more impetus because a lot of our play like you said it has come from the back and it's been Scales and Carter Vickers passing it around and mm goes to McGregor and he's not got the options but I think if we've got if we can get the five across the midfield then maybe it allows us to to win that battle a little bit more 
And and yeah, to get the most out of Kyogo, I was doing my, my normal little check and how many touches he'd had in the ball in that first half. How many? Two. <laughs> Is that Two. right? And one of them was That's, the dink uh, over with his first touch. Right. One of them's the dink over with that, and the yeah. other one's a shot after about four or five minutes. Yep. We cannot afford to not have him involved in the game. He's too good a player. And we've seen it time and time again. And maybe even with a 3-5-2, you get your full-backs, your wing-backs hitting the byline and they get the chance and playing those passes into the near post that he loves. Got to start playing to his strengths to get him more involved in the game. Yeah, you're right. And and even you know building up to a, a complete change in shape, Kev, what you could do, because I, I think Yang has been completely ineffective. We've seen it in the past. He's been hooked at half-time as a result of it domestically um, and in actual fact uh, against Feyenoord, I think. Is that right? When when Yang was taking off at halftime, I need to check that. However, if you were to take off Yang, switch Forrest back to the right, um, you know, you could play Owen Kyogo up top with Kyogo drifting to the left because you know he can do that. He's got the engine whereby he, he can drift to the left, he can come back and he can, you know, uh, link up the defence to the to the forward. And I, I just don't think if we go into the second half, you know, the, the turning of the screw Eventually, Kevin, um, if we get that sustained level of uh, pressure from Lazio, eventually it's going to creak, it's going to crack, and and you know what happens after that. So I think, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a change at halftime, but it's not all doom and gloom. I mean, we're going in at halftime, nothing each um, against Lazio, away from home. And I think Uncle Nobby Steamboat, love that name, good first half for Celtic, Lazio will be frustrated. I think we started to see that, uh, the, the fluidity of their game. Uh, it was kind of hampered by the fact that they weren't really getting much um, out of the uh, the constant attacks that they had. IH decorating nonsense booking for AJ, Taylor, Forrest and Yang Poor. Wouldn't disagree with any of that, to be honest with you. Um, I, I do think that uh, when we look at the outball, it just needs a bit of courage, Kev. You need to be standing up. And um, there was a, there was a moment where... O'Reilly has probably become frustrated. He's gone over to the area and demanded the ball from AJ. And I'm looking at Yang. I'm, I'm looking to see what he does. And instead of then looking for the, the second pass, he drifts inside in between two Lazio defenders. So he's never going to get the ball. You know, it looks like he's in space, but he's not because it's a it's mm-hmm. a suicide pass because someone is obviously right on you as soon as the ball um, is delivered. So we've seen that time and time again. It might be the big occasion, but if you want to sign for Celtic, these are the occasions that you're signing for. You've got to step up. Uh, the Kurgan McGregor constantly playing the ball back to the defence, but <clears throat> I've got a bit of sympathy for McGregor. I'm, I'm not just, you know, um, going to stand up for McGregor week after week after week. I do think that it's the players around about him at the moment. Like, if you were to make a change, let's say, and bring on an offensive midfielder, bring on Turnbull, he's not going to get the ball, Kev, so it would make no bit of difference if we were to make that type of change, you know, if we were to bring Turnbull on. And it's because the way that we've, we've kind of shaped up here and we've got two weak wingers. I mean, Forrest hasn't really been in the game other than that one occasion. So I can see changes at halftime. I've not had a look to see if it's happened. Would it surprise you, Kev? Or do you think, like you said before, 10, 15 minutes into the second half? Yeah, and normally it probably would surprise me. So I don't think Rogers tends to make many changes at halftime. But tonight it wouldn't because, as I said, you can't have a passenger in the game like today. What we're doing just now to Lazio, what we did in that first half, is what normally happens to us in the domestic games. We've not really gone out to try and win the game yet. We've tried to be solid and compact at the back. But the longer this game goes on, the more you need everybody contributing. 
And if you've got a player up front in Yang who's not doing anything, who's forcing somebody else like O'Reilly to come out of position and not be where he should be, it affects everything. It knocks the whole balance off. So I wouldn't be surprised if Yang didn't come out for the second half. Well, we'll have a wee look at that because the second half is about to kick off. Uh, one other thing I would say, loads of Celtic fans held outside the ground by the, the police um, outside the stadium, not getting until uh, late on in the first half. And Lazio fans are actually hurling flares into the Celtic crowd during that first half. We've been sent some footage of that absolutely ridiculous behaviour, but we wouldn't expect any um, more, really, or any less, rather, from the uh, Lazio support. from them. No. Exactly. Let's go to the second half. Thanks, everybody, for getting involved. Let's get a result in the second half. And thank you to Kevin McCluskey for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. Podcast Network.